0: Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white, drink blue and light. And don't forget to try the new Labatt Blue Light
1: Seltzer Variety Pack.
0: Available at retailers throughout Pennsylvania.
1: And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number two. You all know what that means. It means we have Ross Tucker coming in. How are you doing today, Ross? Jim, doing well, man. I'm fired up. How about you? I'm I'm doing well and I've got an interesting topic for you today. Instead of just talking Penn State, there is so much going on in the whole world of college football. Issues that quite candidly, they're gonna define the game going forward. We got name image and likeness likeness. We've got free transfers with the portal, which is essentially free agency we've got the stalled playoff expansion, we've got new TV contract. I just wanted to get your take on the big picture. Let's start with name, image, and likeness, which I think we're both in favor of the players getting compensated somehow, some way, but I'm not sure anyone pictured what exactly is going on currently with name, image, and likeness. What are your thoughts? Well,
0: let me start with that. What How would you describe
1: what you think is going on currently? I think the intention of name, image, and likeness was, for instance, Sean Clifford now, there could be jerseys, number 14 jerseys with Sean Clifford's name on it, and Sean Clifford would get a piece of the action for that. In other words, him selling himself. What has happened, though, is you have for instance, what's happening at Texas A&M, and by the way, it's happening in several other schools, where they, they, the alumni groups set up an LLC, get a pot of money, and essentially they recruit with that money. It's not a coincidence that Texas A&M had the number one ranked recruiting class this past year. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I don't think that was the intention In fact, it was specifically said you couldn't use incentives like that to recruit a player, but that's essentially what's going on.
0: Yeah, so I guess what I would say is this is what I always thought it would become. And I never really saw how they could prevent it from being this way. I understand the way the rule was written. I understand that it's not supposed to be used as an inducement to get someone to attend, but I never really understood how they were gonna prevent that. Like, even if they're not using it as an inducement to attend, even if they're not saying, we can guarantee you $100,000 a year in NIL if you come to Texas A&M or Penn State or wherever, they can very easily say, you know, if you come here, it just so happens that every one of our guys last year got $100,000 each. So, seems to me like there's a pretty good chance you would too. Like, I I just, I, I always thought this would happen, Jim. And I guess I was always concerned about that. However, I think you can make an argument that, This was already happening on some level. So, what difference does it make? Right? Like, it was already happening on some level, especially in the SEC, that people were getting paid. You know, the difference now is it might not be the uncle or the dad or the high school coach, it's actually the kid, which I think people would say is better. And it's actually out in the open, which I think people would say is better. You know, it's not the bag man. It's not, you know, guys telling me they show up at Mississippi State and there's a gym bag full of cash on the on the bed in the hotel. You know, it's it's not that. It's not Eric Dickerson getting a Trans Am, right? So while it's not the way it was supposed to be, and I have concerns. I think I'd rather it be out in the open and transparent and I'd rather it be going to the kids than other handlers that might be around them. So I guess net-net, unless you were ignorant or just wanted to keep your head in the sand, I think the net-net is it's probably a positive. Um, It's going to end up making it, you know, the money was always there, Jim. It's just, was it going to hire more coaches? Was it going to upgrade a facilities? Was it going specifically to the kids themselves or their handlers or their uncle or their seven-on-seven coach? Whatever. I think what it's done now is said, okay, if you've got alums that want to invest in football and want a better team, You might be better off rather than paying the coach an exorbitant amount or rather than putting even more money in the facilities, maybe you're better off just having a bigger pot for NIL for these kids.
1: And I'll tell you another part of this and there are people say, oh, it's going to hurt parity, it's going to hurt competitive balance. Well, first of all, there was no competitive balance previously. You had Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, you know, the same names. And I know when I said, oh, look at what Texas A&M did. But you know what? Texas A&M is a little bit of a different name. You have Deion Sanders doing what he's doing. Is it such a bad thing if some of these new names come up, even if it's because there's alums providing the money to bring talent there, I would argue in a way that brings a little more competitive balance. So, yeah, so that's interesting, right? Like I'll give
0: an example. You ever heard of uh, Jeff Bezos or Bezos? Yeah, the guy has a, a couple shekels to his name. Yeah, like billions and billions and billion. He went to Princeton. I'm ready to be a gosh darn national champion, Jim. I'm ready. Okay? I am ready. I mean, think about what Princeton could offer these kids on NIL. I mean, you know, so obviously I'm I'm teasing a little bit, but the point remains: there is an argument that this could actually make things more competitive because. Maybe a famous alum or maybe some alums at Memphis. Or, uh, you know, name a, name a group of five school. You know, maybe they say, you know what? We got this opportunity now. Let's take advantage of it. You know, maybe Toledo has some prominent alums that are really into football. And they want to dominate the MAC every year. They want to be able to beat the Big Ten teams. And they start, I mean, look, I think... In life, change is hard. And none of us really like change. Um, Typically, most people are averse to change. It's not easy, but it's here, and it's not going away. So you might as well just embrace it. And in this specific instance, I think net-net, even though I yearn for the good old days of, you know... All the guys are on the same program for five years and recruiting seemingly was more on the up and up it never really was. So I I appreciate the transparency.
1: And as we both said, there's a potential for a little more competitive balance. You talked about a smaller school. I believe it was an alum from Eastern Michigan, a football player. He put, and I don't know how serious it was, but he said, "Hey, come to Eastern Michigan to a one of the really good quarterbacks. There's a million dollars in it for you. Would it be the worst thing in the world if a very talented quarterback went to Eastern Michigan?" I don't see a problem with that, Ross. No,
0: that's uh, you know what I saw. That was that for Caleb Williams or somebody. Like somebody put that out there. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's – look, we got like one of the top prospect high school prospects going to Jackson State, you know, where Dion is. The net-net the, the is it's a uh, – I don't know if I'm, it's a brave new world, but it's a new world on the NIL. And I just think it's the cat out of the bag now. And I don't think that the – gosh, I'm mixing a lot of metaphors here. I don't think there's any way the NCAA or anyone else – is going to be able to kind of put the toothpaste back in the tube.
1: I know there was something from the NCAA a few days ago or last week, Ross, where they're going to start looking into things. But I think you're right. There's not a whole lot they could do. And I'm not sure that we should want them to do anything else because, as we've been saying, it actually may end up being more competitive balance. And more importantly, the kids who are the ones who are drawing the crowds – and getting the money into these programs, they're finally able to, to profit from it, which I think is a good thing. Now, related to all this, we alluded to it a little bit, is the transfer portal, and that's related a bit to name, image, and likeness. As you alluded to it, Ross, You know, um, all of a sudden there could be more money at another school, which would entice someone to transfer, not just the traditional... Issues of not getting playing time and so on. Is that a good thing for college football? So here's where I feel a little bit differently. I don't think
0: unfettered free agency is good for college football because I think it's still college and you're still hoping that these kids get their degrees. You know, and I know some people say, Well, let's just put the pretense about this being, you know, college away and these kids aren't there to get degrees. Well, that's just not true. I mean, a lot of them are, you know, are there some that are only there because it's a stepping stone in the NFL, hopefully? Sure. But a lot of them, the degree is important to them. Really important. It was to me. I mean, I, you know, I got to tell you, Jim, I don't plug my other stuff that often. I actually had Greg McElroy. On Monday's Ross Tucker Football Podcast, you know, the former Alabama quarterback started a couple years. He was the starter for Saban's first national championship team in Alabama. He made some great points about these things. Uh, Great points. You know, such as, he said, listen, I'm going to make more money over the course of my lifetime because I went to Alabama and played football at Alabama then Alabama made off of me starting two years a quarterback. Because, you know, the media gigs he has, the alumni relationships, the businesses he's involved with in Birmingham. Because um, we were talking about, you know, Bryce Young and Will Anderson and should these guys sit out. I, I, I think the transfer portal is a good thing because more of the people that should be getting playing time are getting playing time. I struggle a little bit with teams recruiting guys, developing them, and then they leave for greener pastures. I think it's great for the kid. I don't think it's great for
1: the program. I'm not sure that's the best for college football. That's going to have to be it for this segment, Ross. But I'll tell you what, there's so much more to talk about with this. How about as a plan, we pick this up next week because I think there's so much more to talk about with these issues. But right now, we're going to go to quarter number three, and we're going to take your questions and ask Ross. This is where the temperatures are unkind. This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross-check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labatt hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hardy souls that like to play it cool. This is Labatt hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York.